Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Just a quick reminder that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, just reach out to us as we know many people in the industry. Today you're joined with myself, Zeke, and fellow co-founder of the Finance Bible Podcast, Oscar. Mate, we've come in here, we've sat down, we've tried to get into a potty. <laughs> Hasn't gone and to plan. It's been 40 minutes of the Don, also known as Oscar. Yeah, it's not, not ideal. I've been trying to mint this NFT for a good 40 minutes. Trying to buy some NFTs, um, which is good. We love it. It's good, but as anyone out there knows who's into NFTs, it's, it's a hard thing to get, especially when it's minting. It was a tough morning, but here we are. We're back and we're running another potty. That actually reminds me while we're on that topic, looking at what you're doing, you've got, you've got your phantom wallet, you've got CoinSpot, you're buying the Solana, you're transferring in. CoinSpot is genuinely one of the best apps I've got on my phone. The way that you can just get on there, throw your money in, you've got your TFN, it's all linked. Buy Solana, buy a bit of ADA, buy EOS, buy Bitcoin or whatever you want potentially even then just send it off to another wallet, use that to purchase NFTs or whatever's going on. CoinSpot is just so easy in Australia. And for me personally, my favorite crypto app. Yeah, well, I've been using that for quite a while. And if there's, other, if there's 2 million Australian users using it throughout the country, it kind of you know, says it for itself that it's a leading crypto platform in Australia. And mate, a lot of our listeners have been actually reaching out to us. Can confirm. Around cryptocurrency NFTs at the moment because there's such a big hype on them. And for this reason, we've we've partnered up with CoinSpot for you guys because... People were having trouble signing up. People were in a position where they're going, how do I actually do it? We've made it pretty simple. We've got a link in the bio on our Instagram. When you click our little, our little link and you've got the option for Spotify and all of our other uh, hectic There's options. There's a few different, few different options there now. It's, it is growing. You can jump straight onto CoinSpot, click it, go sign up, you're on. It's that easy. We'll also put it in the bio of this potty. Yeah, exactly right. And if you need help navigating through the CoinSpot areas, just reach out to us, Zeke and myself. We're actually active users on the platform daily um, and into the early AM overnight, unfortunately. But <laughs> Whether it's 2 AM or... 5 a.m. NFTs are normally uh, about to pop off and that's when the Don likes to get active. Um, and in regards to NFTs, we've got coming on um, the podcast in the next couple of weeks, a really big NFT player. Um, he's made a lot of money flipping NFTs in the last 12 months. He's even thinking about quitting his full-time job at a very stable and a well-known company in Australia. So I'm actually personally excited for that. I'm yeah, not going to say I'm the number one crypto trader in the world. I am much more shares, property, yeah, UTC. It, it'll actually be very, very good because he's going he's gonna to mansplain it mm. to everyone from literally no knowledge to his knowledge and step by step. And a lot of people don't know it, hence why we're getting him on to show us what he's doing. And at the moment, he's currently um, even running some NFT projects right now that are coming to the market in a couple of months too. So he'll talk about all that too. I love it how we're, we're here doing a podcast. And as we go, we've actually got Oscar live, still trying to get NFTs. <laughs> well, that's going to be the title of the podcast, Oscar trying to mint live. <laughs> it's actually good. <laughs> It's actually, we've, we've got a first live audience in the in the studio today for our podcast. We've got Zeke's brother who's joined us at work, um, listening in live. 
um, right in front of us. We'll get him on in a few weeks, but uh, topic today, we're going to talk about, I think we talk about Simply Wall Street. Yeah, good idea. Simply Wall Street. Zeke is a big user of Simply Wall Street, has been for no, three to four years. Three to four years. And that actually helped you build up your deposit for your first property. I won't say it was the, the sole tool, but it was a big player in actually enabling me to save my deposit for my property. Simply Wall Street is a program that I've been using for three to four years now. Basically, the day I turned 18, I started investing heavily into shares. And as that happened, I went, there's way too much going on. Um, you know, I don't know how to track it. I don't know how to read more in depth about the shares I'm buying. And I was just lost. I was a confused little puppy, a good looking one at that. And anyway, I, I was using IG to trade and um, basically invest, doing a few different things like Motley Fool, Yahoo Finance, ETC, on looking at how to actually, you know, research my shares. I then got to a point where I came across Simply Wall Street on Google and had a quick look at their program. So I've got it up now so that I can talk through it a bit easier. You've got over 150,000 companies worldwide registered to it where you can get information on them. So, for example, let's go on to BAPCOR from the ASX. Yeah. This is a um, share that I will let you know I'm quite heavily invested in at the moment. So just disclaimer, you're all aware of that. Gives you a little overview about the company. Uh, I won't read the whole thing. It's about three paragraphs long. BAPCOR Limited sells and distributes automotive aftermarket parts. Um, so you know that they own Burson, they own Autobahn, they own Midas or Midas servicing, whatever the pronunciation is. They've got over 341 company franchise stores worldide, um, 133 of which are Autobahn, 74 are Auto Pro. You can then scroll down a bit further, read about their fundamentals, you know, um, you can see a bit about earnings, revenue, ETC. But if you go a bit further, you get a more in-depth explanation of what they are. I know when Oscar is actually looking at purchasing a stock, one thing that he's relying on a lot, and almost everyone out there who is investing will want to know a valuation on the actual stock. Yeah. Is BAPCOR undervalued compared to its fair value price and price relative to the market? It'll give you a valuation score. And basically, you've got below fair value, you've got significantly below fair value, you've got PE versus industry, which is price to earnings. You've got PE versus market. You've got PEG ratio. It literally has everything. Price to earnings growth. And then you've got PB versus industry, which is price to book. And it'll tell you the share price is $6.40 right now, which is 43% undervalued because a fair value would be $11.23. And you can really read into that and why that's the case. Then it'll go through all your price to earnings ETC the future growth of the company and why um, it's ranked how it is. You get a bit of the past history and projections for the future. It shows you how many different analysts have done the forecast and why they've come to that conclusion. Your earnings per share forecasts, a lot on past performance. So, you know, their earnings, their profit margins, their trend, their growth of acceleration. A big one as well. Financial health is a big one when it comes to looking at companies to invest in. Um, and the example which Zeke's talking through BAPCOR, um, through Simply Wall Street, you can actually see the financial health um, category and some more information in that. So it gives you a health score out of six um, and it goes through a few different dot points. So are there short-term liabilities, long-term liabilities? Uh, what is, what's the debt level? Are they reducing debt? Uh, what's the debt coverage and the interest coverage? So depending on the actual stock, Simply Wall Street will actually um, show you if it's a cross or a tick. 
tick meaning good, um, and you don't have to worry about these deaths, etc. Cross meaning, yeah, exactly right. I'm, I was waiting for you to do a voiceover, <laughs> but you know, financial health is is actually vital, um, and it also puts it into a bit of a, a analysis for the financial position. So it compares the short term to the long term in a bit of a graph, so you can actually see the assets and the liabilities of the company which you are researching. If you scroll even further down and you are following us whilst listening to this podcast, you can see the debt to equity um, analysis and the history. So it does compare the two on a bit of a, a graph as well, just showing you year by year, um, the differences, you know, are they increasing the debt? Um, is the equity expanding? What is the situation? Is this a good company to invest in? Does it look like it's gonna continue to go up? Um, balance sheet is also shows so anyone who did basic accounting at school myself included may know what a balance sheet is so assets liabilities basically figuring out um, this one shows inventory other liabilities accounts payable debt physical assets um, it literally has everything we can go on about this balance sheet forever but we can it's um it's an unbelievable tool another big thing for long-term investors who are looking to get a dividend is it actually talks about the dividend as well. So, you know, is it a notable dividend? Is it high? Is it stable? Is it growing? Can the earnings actually cover that dividend consistently? And what are the future projections for that? Uh, it also compares it to, you know, what percent the company does versus the market bottom versus the market top versus the average. You can see a history of that future growth, their payout to shareholders, a future payout to shareholders. Then you move on to management, which is really important in terms of who the CEO is, what the management team are, what experience they have, what they're getting paid. It's a bad, you know, management and team behind the company. You don't really want to look at investing in it. Like going back to crypto, there's a lot of companies who um, have had owners um, and management teams who have done a rug pull. So what that means is they hype up the project, everyone believes in. As soon as it's live and everyone's invested money, they literally take all the money and just run. So this is where you do your research and actually figure out who the CEO is. So here we got Noel Mann, 55 years year old man. Gives you a bit of a description of him, his history. In a this, long description. Yeah, You've like, got one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs here going from his time at Treasury Wine Estate onto Orica Limited and then ANF Drive Shaft Repair Queensland, BAPCOR, a bunch of different entities in there that he's working on now. Finally, this one to me may actually be the most important because we're talking ownership. You can see insider trading, how many people that are insiders are buying and selling and trading, exactly how much they're doing, when they're doing, what the price Straight, is. Mate, it's not illegal insider trading. This is just showing us. This is illegal to everyone. Yes, this is declared insider trading. So for example, we can see transactions recently, how much there were. You can see institutions own 50% of the shares and Australian super owns about 10% of the company. Um, so there you go. That's a bit of a rundown on what you can see on one particular stock. Other things you can do within the actual program are really useful too. One of the big things that made me get into it was I wanted to be able to track my portfolios and figure out how much they're making because I've got all this stuff going on across different areas and I'm just confused and didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So I made a portfolio. I called this one um, EOFY19 to EOFY20. And basically every trade I did for that year, I threw into here and basically all the different companies I've still got there, it shows they're liquidated, it shows how much I made on them, how much I invested ETC. 
because you can lose track. Like if you have more than one portfolio, say you're with Comsec and then you're with Superhero um, and then you're with Self Wealth or IG. That was my problem. Yeah, like you literally lose track with all your different portfolios and what you've made, what you've lost, who you're invested in. So this just simplifies, it puts into one domain um, and you can literally see from the start when you start investing to current, you know, what your overall gain is overall and then individual companies too. Yeah, and that actually helps with tax as well because at the end of the year when you're going, I've done 450 trades here, what is going on, where are they? You've got access to every single one, when you did it, how much money you made on it and all of that. So I can see here for that financial year, um, you can see returns in total. So I made a 21.32% capital gain. You can see I got paid a dividend of 1.19%. I lost a bit of currency because I was invested in American stocks as well. And my net overall profit was 21.61% for that financial year. You can see there basically a good rundown. You can see if you're actually doing well in investing, are you outperforming the market? And that 21%, I wouldn't have made um, probably as that much without the app because I read more about the yeah, stocks I was buying and then I wouldn't have an investment property. Or I would now, but it would have taken longer. So I've got three different portfolios running right now. I've got each financial year, which is closed off unless I haven't sold the ones from that year. And then I've got a current portfolio that holds everything I've done um, in total so that I can look at my overall performance long-term. Mm. Other things it does for you is you can actually look at top gainers, upcoming events like um, you know releases to the media, ETC, and add things to a watch list. So one of the cool things with the app, or not the app, with the platform, is if you're someone out there who doesn't really have the time to do 10 hours research of to figure out what the next big stock's gonna be at a conservative return, you don't wanna to be too risky, or you may want to be too risky, um, you can actually filter through one of the areas on Simply Wall Street, um, it's called the Stock Screener. So you can literally go through it, figure out Know, what market do you want to be in? Do you want to be in the United States? Do you want to be in Australia? Um, do you want to be in Asia? What do you want? And then you can also look at what industry, for example, healthcare, um, technology is a big one, and then figure out what is the most important thing for you. Are you looking for investment, which is a three-year, you know, you're in a three-year period, you want to grow a bit of income over three years, do you want it now? Um, you know, what do you want? What returns do you want? You can figure out what percentage you're looking at. So 15 to 30% return, you can actually filter that in. And what Simply Wall Street will do is go through their research and then show you what they believe um, through their analysis will meet your criteria. Could be Tesla, for example, if you're looking at a, a US stock technology and returning that in three years time. That's what they'd probably recommend. But they give you a, a, it's a pretty big list, isn't it? Like it's a pretty yeah, in-depth. You can literally screen based on market cap, share price, value, growth estimate on the next three years, like the potential forecasted growth. Past performance, you can utilize that as well. Dividends, financial health, the management, insider buying ratio. You can hide companies that don't have a lot of coverage by the analysts. And then if I just go done on one here, you can see basically comes up, Oscar has got his oh, NFT. We finally just got it. It's been one hour on the we dot. We finally got just got it. Oscar, new oh, headline, not no. not Oscar tries to buy it. Oscar successfully purchased NFT on the air. There we go. It might be a bit too long. We'll think about it. We'll figure it out. Um, so I've done a search here and I'm just gonna click on the first one that comes up. 
It's on the NASDAQ, Cisco. Gives me a good rundown of what they do. So they design and manufacture and sell protocol-based networking and other products related to the communication and information technology in, it looks like every continent. It reckons they're trading 55% below the fair value. Their earnings are forecast to grow. Their earnings have been growing. They pay a reliable dividend. Um, you can see their price chart. There are announcements are made recently and so on. Um, so everyone out there definitely would recommend jumping onto Simply Wall Street. Probably bored you a bit talking about it, but I'm a raving advocate for it. It's really good. Yeah, look, it's, it's a good tool to share. This podcast is basically just to share um, the tools you used with building up those funds, the tools we still use today, um, and just show you what is actually out there because a lot of people, myself included, when I was getting into it, think they have to do all the research themselves and not everyone has time to, you know, you work nine to five if you're in that in a role like that or shift working. When you come home, you're pretty, you're pretty exhausted. You may have personal things you wanna work on um, and you don't really have time to research 10 hours um, to look at stocks. So this is where Simply Wall Street literally comes into the equation um, and can help you reach that. So yeah, I think we just wanted to share the importance of that and you know to show you that you can actually get a lot of help from using this platform like Zeke has and myself. So yeah, we're going to keep this one nice and short and simple. We don't want to bore you too much talking about a program for half an hour or so. To sum it up, get on CoinSpot, good program. Basically, really good if you want to invest in crypto, which a lot of yeah. people are getting into. Um, and sorry to butt in there, but with, with crypto, it is just, you know, it is very volatile. It's a lot different to investing in the Australian stock market if that's what you have historically been doing. So always do your own research. Um, don't follow people's advice just because they think one coin is going to pump um, and be the next moon coin. So if you're watching YouTube videos for these crypto influencers, do your own research, please, because a lot of people have lost a lot of money investing um, after listening to one person. So yeah, please do your own research. So what you guys are gonna do, jump on our bio, get on the link. Um, you'll see CoinSpot link, join 2 million other Australians trading Bitcoin and get into it. Um, very simple to sign up, literally takes less than a minute. Um, and you can just deposit money into that account and start trading. Simply Wall Street, same thing. Jump on, click the link, uh, log in and you're good to go. So um, enjoy the tools while you can. Yeah, and I love how we started the podcast and I was minting NFT, we ended up and I've minted it. Success. Great success, podcast brings luck. All right, well until next time. Keep investing. Keep budgeting. And, and keep, keep listening. listening.